Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 14. Hi, this is William D. Parker. I'd like to welcome you to Principal Matters Podcast, the School Leaders Podcast. You can find previous episodes to this podcast at my website at williamdparker.com, where my goal is to give you insights and tips and ideas for improving your school leadership. Thank you today for joining me. If you'd like to check out the previous episodes on motivation for learning and tips and techniques that you can use to improve your school leadership, then please visit the previous posts that I've made at my website. There are hundreds of free resources there for you and blog posts. There's also a free ebook available for those who want to subscribe to weekly updates. That ebook is called Eight Hats the essential roles for school leaders. I would love to share that with you and love to have you on my email list so that each week you can receive updates to improve your service to students in your school community. This week I want to talk about how to maintain sanity during stressful times. I know I'm not the only one who often feels overwhelmed in the to-dos of my work And I can still remember the spring where I was transitioning from being an assistant principal to being a principal, and I began to wonder if I'd made the right decision. As the school year was closing and my former principal, who was retiring, was wrapping up her year, she had departed, and many of the responsibilities that I had in my old job, as well as my new job, were being managed at the same time. In essence, I was doing two jobs at once. And suddenly I began to feel my sense of control melting as the list of to-dos began to grow larger and longer. And I found myself emotionally in the same place that I had been nine years earlier when I was a new assistant principal and 10 years before that when I was a new teacher. Frankly, my plate was so full that I began to feel uh, overwhelmed and wondered how I was going to accomplish all the tasks It really doesn't matter how long you've been in a certain role. When you start something new, there is an inevitable sense at the beginning that things are going to be difficult and and hard. And so I was at that time trying to reflect on what can I do to make sure that this overwhelming feeling did not inhibit me from staying productive. So I took a step back and I began to remind myself of what other steps that I had taken during stressful seasons before that had helped me make it through. And so I want to share with you just five quick tips today on how to maintain sanity during stressful times because I made it through that season just like I realized I had made it through other seasons by doing some things that were helpful. And I think I actually made it through that season better than I had previous stressful seasons because I took time to stop and reflect. So I want to just stop and reflect with you today. And I want to ask you, do you ever find yourself in a place where you wonder how you're going to maintain your sanity because things are so stressful? Well, if so, then consider these ideas. So here are five quick reminders on ways to maintain sanity during stressful times. Number one, maintain a sensible schedule where you can. Now, I know this may seem counterintuitive, but if you are going through a stressful time, stop and ask yourself, How can I continue to maintain during the stressful time the exercise, the family time, the healthy habits that are important to me? Because if you don't maintain some of those healthy habits, you're going to find that your to-dos and your deadlines become even more stressful. You need energy and you need focus. 
And so staying connected with healthy habits will actually give you more energy and more focus to get through this stressful time. I know that if I can maintain some semblance of normality in my daily routine of when I get up and when I take time to exercise or when I take time to check in with my family or when I take time for good nutrition, these healthy habits actually make my stressful times more bearable. Now, at the same time, it's okay to be forgiving. There are going to be times when things are so difficult that you may have to cut some of those healthier things shorter or you may have to admit that you can't do them all. But during those stressful seasons, give yourself some grace and remember that a more sensible time will come when you can devote more time to those healthy habits. But don't throw them all out. If you do, you'll find that your stress becomes even more difficult than it is before. I remember listening to a former acquaintance who was a music composer, and every winter he would put on this enormous Christmas concert with a symphony that he conducted. So the fall was his time to make sure that his music had been written and to put together all the scores that he was going to be using for his winter performances. And I heard him explain that during that fall season, he would begin every day of his composing by biking. Now that seems so counterintuitive. Why would he take the most stressful time of his work and make sure that he's biking every morning? Well, because he knew that he needed the physical energy that comes with good health and good exercise to have the mental focus that he was going to need to accomplish these huge tasks. So it's not counterintuitive to control and maintain a sensible schedule where you can to try to make sure that those healthy habits are contributing to the strength and energy you need during these most stressful times. Number two, accept that you're not always completely in control. Now, this is very hard for me, but stressful times are good reminders to me that I am infallible. I am not ultimately in control of all my circumstances, and it's good for me to rest in that. Now, as a Christian, I believe that God is in control of all things and that it's one of my responsibilities to reach out and ask for help, not just to those around me, but also uh, to ask for help in prayer. One of the best parts about school is that regardless of how many things you have to do, you will have a beginning and you will have an end. That school calendar will continue regardless of what you're doing. There are some things that are going to have to be left undone. So stay focused on what matters most and separate what needs to be done from what can be left undone and rest rest and relax in the fact that there will be some things that are unfinished. Don't beat yourself up about them. Realize that you can't control everything, and it's okay to depend in faith for those things that you can't control. I'm not saying don't get your job done. I'm saying just accept the fact that there are some things that are beyond your control. You'll never do everything perfectly, and if you try, uh, you'll be a miserable leader. Number three, maintain a to-do list. Now, I know this seems like a no-brainer, but sometimes our most overwhelming tasks are most easily managed when we just take time to write them down, when we can maintain a list of things and then prioritize and mark them off as we accomplish them, we can find those tasks more easily managed. Now, I've got some friends who use uh, tools like workflowy.com as a way to keep up with their ideas. It's a, it's a great tool. I also use a Google shared list. Sometimes I'll create a list and just share it as a Google Doc with my team members so that we can each be marking things off of that list. And sometimes I simply just print those lists and put them right on my desk or on the mirror by my office so that I can see what needs to be accomplished and mark them off one at a time. 
it is amazing sometimes how all those thoughts that are scattered through your mind can be more easily managed when you take time to write them down and keep a list. Number four, let others know that you need help. I've heard someone say once, you are not a Superman, so tuck in your cape and ask for help. So if you work in a school, you work with a team, and you've got to realize that that these are incredible people who are really good at what they do, and they could also be helping you. So I found that when I share my schedule with my co-workers, with my assistant principals or my office staff or my department chairs or other teachers, I find that suddenly I'm getting suggestions or even feedback on ways that they can help me tackle those issues even better. Working with others gives you, in fact, the ability to manage your tasks more productively than when you do them by yourself. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Leaders who fail to delegate usually fail to accomplish their most important goals, and they eventually burn out. So let others know you need help. Number five, keep your workload in perspective. Sometimes when you see the overwhelming amount of things to do, it can be depressing But I want to reiterate that these are just seasons of hard work. Not every season is going to be the same. Some require more work than others. Transitioning into a new position especially requires more work than others. I remember once when I was in college, and I worked a lot of different summer jobs, but one summer I worked on a landscaping crew, and we cut a lot of grass, and we raked a lot of leaves, and we trimmed a lot of shrubs. And one morning we showed up on a work site with a handful of guys where we had been asked to clear a five-acre lot that was covered in leaves. Trees surrounded the entire property, and we had rakes, and we had a mower, and we had a trailer. And the first thing that I did when I stepped off the truck and I saw this site was I said to the guy that was standing beside me, I don't think we can do this in a day. And he replied, and even though we were the same age, being college kids, he replied in a very wise way. He said, well, we can't if we don't get to work. And thankfully, our hardworking crew of guys that day Uh, was also creative. So we started using the mowers to blow the leaves, and we we brought some blankets in to transport the leaves in huge amounts. Uh, We were able to rake and rake and rake, and guess what? We finished the job. And the lesson learned was that you never finish a job until you start. You often accomplish big jobs one rake at a time, or one shovel at a time, or one step at a time at a time. So keep your work in perspective. Yes, it is overwhelming, but as you take time to do one thing at a time, you will find yourself chipping away at that long list and getting things done. Remember that not all stress is bad stress and don't be overwhelmed. Remember that you can keep a sensible schedule where you can, give yourself some grace, share your workload with others when possible, and accomplish your goals one at a time. When it's all said and done, don't forget to celebrate because those hard seasons need to be followed up by congratulating yourself and your team on a job well done. Now it's your turn. What are some other ways that you have found to hold on to perspective during stressful times? How do you manage your to-dos so that you can accomplish your goals without feeling burned out or overwhelmed? I know there's many more comments that can be added to this conversation. And if you'd like to do that, you can head over to my website at williamdparker.com. And in the search bar, you can look up Sanity During Stressful Times, which is a blog post that accompanies this podcast. And feel free to add comments or suggestions there on other ways that school leaders can manage their schedules with sanity during stressful times. 
I want to tell you thank you for the time that you spent listening today. And I want to invite you to go over to iTunes, if you can, and rate this podcast there. And when you rate it, it makes it more public so that other people can see it and other leaders can join in on these conversations and we can learn together. Next time that we have a time of conversation together, I'm going to be sharing with you some lessons that I've learned from a great book uh, about a champion horse, Seabiscuit. Many of you have heard of the movie, but the uh, book is also fantastic. And I want to share 10 quick lessons for leaders from this group of champions. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for serving students every day. What you do matters. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'm looking forward to the next time. Thanks. Thanks.